What's up, guys? Guys, time with the prize is back. I hope you guys are having a good Thursday so far. As you can see, I'm wearing my Justin Herbert jersey. He got paid big money. He is the highest paid quarterback in NFL history. He signed an extension a couple days ago. We'll get more into that. I'll give you my thoughts about it. But yeah, he's one of my personal favorite quarterbacks. So good for him. But yeah, he needs to start wear, uh, winning some big games. But yeah, like I said, we'll get more into that later. I hope you guys, like I said, I hope you guys are having a good Thursday today. It's almost Friday, so let's finish off strong. But yeah, let's dive right into it. We got to talk about this Jim Harbaugh situation. So Jim Harbaugh uh, might be suspended for four games. It looks like he's come to an agreement with NCAA that he's going to be suspended for four games. Uh, recruiting violations, you know, this is at every college. Every college does it. You know, we're not stupid. It's you know who gets caught and obviously Michigan got caught you know invest an investigation was going on last year it wasn't really I guess big news it was kind of just out there but now we're seeing the results of this situation so Jim Harbaugh is going to be suspended for four games it looks like to start off the 2023 uh, college football season and you know this whole situation basically dealt with you know, going after recruits during like a COVID dead period, you couldn't be in contact with recruits during that time. And I guess, you know, they were meeting up, Michigan was meeting up with recruits, sending text messages, phone, you know, having phone calls with them. And then I guess there was a situation where um, some coaches were involved in uh, viewing workouts via Zoom of these recruits as well. So obviously violations, um, obviously you can't do that. And, you know, Jim Harbaugh, he gave false statements to the investigators. If he was just came out, if he came out and been honest, you know, it is what it is. It would have been all right. But, you know, you look like a dumbass when you lie about it. And the investigators, they already know that you did this. They were just asking those questions kind of test you. But then you, you lied. You lied to the investigator. So he's an idiot for that. But now – you know, he has to deal with the consequences. Suspended for the first four games, and obviously the first four games for Michigan football this season. Obviously the first games against East Carolina. So, you know, not really worried about that. UNLV's their second game, Bowling Green, and then Rutgers all at home. No away games, so it should be a pretty easy schedule. should be a 4 and all start. But you never know. You know, they did lose to Appalachian State many years ago, Uh 16 years ago yeah it was a painful day for us Michigan Wolverine fans uh, we don't like to talk about it so hopefully they can get all those wins at home obviously they got a great great team a lot of people coming back J.J. McCarthy Blake Horm coming back for a senior and then Donovan Edwards who exploded onto the scene after Blake Horm's unfortunate knee injury so those guys are coming back. So it's going to be really interesting. But, yeah, Jim Harbaugh looking like he's missing the first four games. And, yeah, like I said, recruiting violations, obviously, during the COVID-19 dead period, you weren't supposed to be in contact with recruits. Uh, Michigan uh, was a part of that. He um, he was, you know, Harbaugh was dishonest to the – to NCAA investigators about these recruiting violations. And then, yeah, there was, like I said, videos of coaches watching uh, player workouts via Zoom. So obviously you can't do that as well. But, yeah, a couple of assistants um, are expected to receive some form of punishment as well. So, But, yeah, it's just crazy, man. Like I mentioned in the last episode last week, you know, Tennessee over 200 violations, which is – absolutely insane but everyone does it but yeah they were paying families of these athletes to come play for Tennessee so that was crazy crazy stuff going on there and then Northwestern the whole hazing situation 
I mean, obviously Pat Fitzgerald knew what was going on. He decided to sweep it under a rug and not worry about it. But now he's gone. He doesn't have a job. So now you got Jim Harbaugh suspended for four games. So, yeah, all these colleges, man, they, everyone does it. Illegally recruit, you know, there's some form of bully, bullying or hazing going on. You know, it's like the, you know, back in the old days, that's what we did. But now, obviously, in today's world, 2023, socially, it's not acceptable. So, you know, I don't know why these universities, especially the football programs, like, why do they do this? Like, you know, it's wrong. You know, it's not right, especially in today's culture. Someone's going to say something about it. Someone's going to find out you're going to get busted. It's going to be all over sports center. It's going to be all over in the news. So why do it? So it's crazy. That's how colleges are. You know, every college does it. It just comes down to who gets caught. And unfortunately, Michigan got caught. And now Jim Harbaugh is going to be, fa- it looks like he's going to be facing a four game suspension for lying to NCAA investigators about recruiting violations during the COVID 19 dead period when you weren't allowed to come in contact or contact uh, recruits. And then all that other good stuff. So, yeah, you got that going on. But, yeah, the first four games without them should be easy. But you never know. It's college football. Anything can happen. But, yeah, just wanted to start off the episode with that because, you know, Jim Harbaugh is an idiot. for, And he looks like an ass for lying to the investigators. Like, they're going to find out eventually, like, why else would they be coming after you? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's crazy, but it is what it is. And then, yeah, according to CBS.com, and then – while these negotiations of him agreeing to a four-game suspension were going on uh, this offseason, Harbaugh refused to sign a document admitting that he was dishonest during their first meeting. So, hmm, I don't know, well, why would you not sign that? You know, kind of, kind of crazy, right? But, yeah, he got caught, so he's going to serve, possibly serve a four-game suspension. As of right now, obviously, this is a developing, developing story. You know, obviously, we'll probably hear some updates uh, as we go along, um, but yeah, this and then, and then according to the article here, dishonesty to investigators is a separate level one violation. Level one violations are the most severe. So, lying to the NCAA investigators probably wasn't the greatest idea. But like I said, he's an ass. So, so yeah, you got that going on. Jim Harbaugh possibly facing four games suspension to start off the season. How you guys feel about it? Like I said, they got East Carolina, they got UNLV, they got Bowling Green, they got Rutgers all at home. Should be easy four games without Jim Harbaugh at the helm. But, you know, it is college football. Anything can happen. So you got that going on for sure. So college football, we got that out of the way. Now we got to talk about my boy Justin Herbert signing a big contract. Uh, a couple days ago, five-year, $262.5 million contract. He is the highest-paid quarterback in NFL history. I think he beat out Lamar Jackson. I think Lamar Jackson had the highest uh, He had the highest contract for a quarterback in NFL history until Justin Herbert signed a deal a couple days ago. And this is according to the athletic.com. Five-year, 262, rather. $0.5 million contract extension, so he's going to be with the Chargers till the 2029 season. So the contract includes $218 million guaranteed money, the second highest toll in the NFL behind Deshaun Watson's $230 million, which is crazy because Deshaun Watson, uh, he's a dick. Um, <laughs> number, and then uh, Herbert, obviously the number six pick in the 2020 NFL draft, has been a high, highly prolific quarterback since entering the league. Obviously, yeah, he's a stat machine, must-see television. Like I said, one of my personal favorite quarterbacks in the league right now. I really enjoy his game. 
He's thrown for 14,089 yards with 94 touchdowns and 35 interceptions while compiling compiling a 96.2 passer rating. Uh, that's pretty damn good. And Herbert 25 joins the Eagles. Jalen Hurts as the second starting quarterback from the 2020 NFL draft class to pick up a contract extension this offseason. So, yeah, Jalen Hurts had a contract extension as well. And then Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert takes the top spot for highest paid quarterback in NFL history. So, obviously, this is, you know, expected, especially at the quarterback position. You know, obviously, last week we talked about the running back position, how. Are, is it an undervalued market? You know, should they be getting paid more? You know, stuff like that. But obviously, as always, no matter what, quarterbacks are going to get paid the most. You know, they're the face of the franchise. They're the leaders of the team. You need a quarterback in order to be successful in the NFL. And obviously, Jay, uh, Justin Herberts, I think he's a top 10 quarterback in my opinion. He might even be close to top 5 or maybe a 5A or 6. But he's definitely top 10. And it's crazy enough because his jersey number is number 10. So it fits. It fits for Justin Herbert. But, yeah, I'm glad he got this contract extension because, like I said, he's the perfect quarterback. He's tall. He's got a good arm. He uses his legs when he needs to. Um, it just comes down to his one weakness. I think his one weakness is winning the big games. He has a 2-4 and four record against the Chiefs, which, you know, that's a division rival. And, obviously, going up against Patrick Mahomes, you have to beat him at Arrowhead and at home. Um so, yeah, you have to win those games. And then, obviously, last season they lost a playoff game against the Jacksonville Jaguars, so he's 0-1 in the playoffs. You know, So maybe signing his contract will give him some motivation to be successful this year and lead his team to the playoffs, maybe win the division. I don't know, you got the Chiefs, the defending Super Bowl champions there. But, you know, with this contract, yeah, you got to ball out. I mean, that's that's all I got to say, really. He's got to ball out. He's got to win the big games, the – primetime games he's got beat Mahomes at least once uh, preferably on the road I mean that would be a huge win for Justin Herbert he's got beat you know the Las Vegas Raiders twice a year he's got beat the <clears throat> Denver Broncos you know twice so and he you know he's got to lead his team to the playoffs and win a playoff game so yeah big money for Justin Herbert like I said one of my personal favorite quarterbacks I'm glad he got the contract extension how you guys feel about it you know, does he deserve it or does he need to win the big games first in order to get the big contract? But, yeah, he's got the contract now, so he, it's either you love it or you hate it. You know, I like it. Justin Herbert, he's he's a good quarterback. Glad he got it. But, yeah, he's got some ball out now. He's got to start winning the big games and win a playoff game if he's going to be game paid this much money. So, yeah, congrats to him. But, yeah, that's the quarterback market. You know, now we got to hop over to the running backs. Obviously, Saquon Barkley caved in, it seems like, with the Giants. So he's, he's signed a one-year $11 million contract extension. That includes a $2 million signing bonus, and I think there's incentives involved as well. So Saquon officially with the Giants now. Josh Jacobs, haven't really heard a whole lot about him. So he seems like he's holding now. But, yeah, he was the leading rusher last year. So I guess it kind of makes sense. But he's injured, injury-prone, too, too, along with Saquon Barkley. So I don't know. It's a crazy crazy situation for the running backs. You know, yeah, obviously, quarterbacks get paid more than running backs, like I said earlier, rightfully so. Leader of the franchise, leader of the team, you know, the face of the franchise, you need a quarterback in order to win football games. You know, running back, yeah, they take an ass beating. I get it. You know, every play they're getting hit. But 
you know, compared to a quarterback, quarterback's always going to win that battle when it comes to contracts, big contracts, no matter what, especially in the NFL. So, but yeah, Saquon Barkley getting that contract signed, sealed, and delivered. Waiting on Josh Jacobs. We'll see what happens with that. And then Aaron Rodgers, we got to talk about that uh, contract situation going on there. He signed a two-year, $75 million contract, fully guaranteed uh, through the 2024 season. And it was restructured so that he's actually taking a $35 million pay cut so then the Jets can spend more money on getting, you know, other players to play for the team. So crazy, you know, and this is Aaron Rodgers, the weirdo, you know, <laughs> the prima donna, the, the crybaby. <laughs> no, he's a good quarterback. He's been a great quarterback for a really long time. So, but yeah, he is a crybaby. So that's my Detroit Lions fans talking. So, <laughs> but yeah, two years, 75 million uh, guaranteed contract restructured so that he's actually getting a $35 million pay cut. And, yeah, the Jets can invest in the team now and get some more weapons for him on, on offense for sure and then get some defensive players. But, yeah, the Jets are very interesting. They're a very interesting story this season. It's going to be very interesting how they play out. You know, Aaron Rodgers coming back, Brees Hall coming back from that injury, Garrett Wilson, he's coming back as well, Quinn and Williams, uh, defensive lineman. It's going to be interesting, you know, on they're they're a mystery in my opinion. They really are. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, Aaron Rodgers signed a contract extension, reworked, restructured. So he's taking a thirty-five million dollar pay cut. Crazy. How you guys feel about it? You know, it is what it is. So yeah, we got that. And then yeah, just contract extensions. As I mentioned, you know, you got Justin Herbert, um, Jalen Hurts. Lamar Jackson, so Lamar Jackson signed a five-year, $260 million contract extension, and Jalen Hurst signed a five-year, $255 million contract extension. So, yeah, top three running backs, or not running backs, quarterbacks, signed their extensions. And then the running backs, obviously Saquon making $11 million um, next two years with his contracts, his contract extension a couple days ago. So, yeah, crazy. Great, a lot of contract extensions um, this offseason. And then Cole Komet, uh, tight end from the Chicago, he signed a contract extension as well. Forgot his terms. Maybe you can look on spot track here real quick. But, yeah, I saw that on uh, Instagram last night. So, yeah, he's a safety net for Justin Fields. I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't pay the man. I mean, good for him. I mean, he's he's a good tight end. He really is. Four-year uh, $50 million contract extension. So, yeah, like I said, he's a safety uh, blanket for Justin Fields. I mean, good player. He makes plays. He's a he's a good tight end. For sure, it just sucks that he kind of plays for Chicago. But, yeah, who knows? You know, they might make some noise this year, but I don't think so. I hope not because Detroit needs to win the division this year. So, But, yeah, some contract extensions, big names signing contracts. Justin Herbert signed the biggest contract in NFL history, uh, five-year, $262.5 million contract extension. How you guys feel about it? Let me know in the comment section. But, yeah, football, man, I can't wait. Right around the corner. Got lots of football going on uh, this offseason. So, yeah, we'll probably hear more contract extensions down the line. But as of now, we just got a few there. So now we got to talk about UFC 291, fight night, Saturday, so, um, July 29th, 10 p.m., main card in Salt Lake City, Utah. We got a bunch of big fights, big name card 
uh, for the main card on this one. But, yeah, obviously we got the main event. The bad motherfuckers are going at it. We got Dustin Poirier going up against Justin Gaethje, the diamond versus the highlight. Who's going to win that one? I don't know. I'll make my pick here in a couple of minutes. But, yeah, that's the main event. It's going to be crazy. I don't think it's going five rounds. I think someone's getting knocked out just knowing how these guys fight. I mean, they beat the shit out of their opponents. It's going to be awesome. But, yeah, what a main event for – UFC 291 there. You got Jan Blahovic going up against Alex Pereira. He's making his light heavyweight debut, so that's going to be an interesting one. Steven Thompson making his way to the main card. He was supposed to be on the prelims, but they actually pulled Paulo Costa. He's going to be fighting Hamzat uh, Chemaev, uh, I think, down the line in Abu Dhabi uh, in October, I do believe. So he, he's he's gone from, from this fight card. So to replace Paulo Costa, you got Steven Thompson. I'm still doing it at 40 years old, going up against Michel Pereira, another Brazilian. So that's going to be an interesting one. You got Tony Ferguson, another veteran of the UFC, going up against Bobby Green, another veteran. So I don't think this is going to the full three rounds. I think someone's going to get knocked out, you know, just knowing their fighting styles. I really hope Tony Ferguson wins, but we'll see what happens with that. And then Michael Chiesta and Kevin Holland open up the main card. Uh, that's going to be a really interesting fight. So, yeah, you got that. I think Derek Lewis, he's on the prelims. Yeah, Derek Lewis uh, going against Marcos, Rogero, Rogerio de Lima. Yeah, another big name there. So, yeah, lots of big names on this card, guys. So, yeah, definitely watch it with your family. Order the pay-per-view, have some drinks, eat, eat some food. It's going to be awesome. Like I said, probably the best-looking card uh, this year for the UFC. But... Yeah, I can't wait. I've been waiting for this card for many months now, and it's coming in two days. So I'll definitely be watching it. My brother's throwing a bash at his house, so we'll definitely be watching it. 10 p.m. Saturday, pay-per-view, check it out. But, yeah, now the Bryce has to make his picks. Only for the main card, though. I'm only making my picks for the main card. So, yeah, let's start from the bottom. So we got Michael Chiesa going against Kevin Holland. I like Kevin Holland winning this one. I like his fighting style. He's aggressive. I think he finds a way to finish Michael Chiesa. So I got Kevin Holland winning that fight. Tony Ferguson going against Bobby Green. Two veterans going at it. They both need a win. Obviously, Tony Ferguson's on a five-fight losing streak. I'm going to go with Tony Ferguson. I love Tony Ferguson. You know, it's just a shame that he's been going downhill. You know, like I said, the past five fights, he's lost all of them. I think he gets a win. He redeems himself. But after this, he needs to retire. I've said it plenty of times on this podcast, but he needs to retire, focus on his health and his family, and then call it a day. So Tony Ferguson gets the victory against Bobby Green. He finds a way to finish Bobby Green. But Bobby Green hits hard, man, so... We'll see. We'll see what happens. But I got Tony Ferguson winning that one. Stephen Thompson versus Michelle Pereira. I like Stephen Thompson. His leg kicks are brutal. I mean, he destroyed Kevin Holland in his last fight with the leg kicks. So I got Stephen Thompson winning that one. So got that. We got that pick. And then Jan Blahovic versus Alex Pereira, Pereira, the co-main event of UFC 291. So. This one is going to be very interesting because Alex Pereira is making his light heavyweight debut. He's a big guy, but Jan Blahovic, Polish power. He hits hard, knocks out people. Uh, man, this is a tough one. I'm going to go with Polish power. I'm going to go with Jan Blahovic to win that one. I think he finds a way to finish Alex Pereira uh, with, uh, in that fight. So now the main event. Dustin Poirier versus Justin Gaethje the second time around. They fought back in 2018. Dustin Poirier won that fight. So now, five years later, 
July 29, 2023 in Salt Lake City, Utah. They're at it again, and they're competing for the bad motherfucker title, and rightfully so, because they are both bad motherfuckers. I mean, you watch their fights. Look it on YouTube. Dustin Poirier highlights, Justin Gaethje highlights. Check it out. I mean, those guys beat the shit out of their opponents. They're going to beat the shit out of each other. Did like I said, I don't think this is going to... Full five, uh, five rounds. I hate commercials, so sorry about that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't think this is going the full five rounds. I think someone's going to get finished. So you got Dustin Poirier versus Justin Gaethje. Who's winning? I got Dustin Poirier, the diamond. He's going to find a way to finish the highlight. Justin Gaethje in this one. So Dustin Poirier wins uh, third round. Third round, uh, TKO, KO. Uh, he finds a way to finish the highlight, Justin Gaethje, but it's going to be awesome. Like I said, this card is stacked. Big names all over the board, uh, and I really hope this fight delivers just like Alex, Alexandre Pantoja versus Bram Moreno 2 did a few weeks ago, earlier this month, rather. We'll see what happens. But, yeah, those are my picks for UFC 291. Let me know in the comments section how I did. If you guys have any other picks, let me know. But, yeah, UFC 291 this Saturday, 10 p.m. Check it out. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait for it any longer. I've been waiting for months now. Let's get it, let's, let's get it started, man. Come on, let's, ha let's have these fights go on, go on right now. I can't wait no more. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be awesome, man. So, yeah, hopefully you guys get a chance to watch it. I'll definitely be watching it at my brother's house. Uh, his party's there, and we'll be rocking and rolling. So with that, we are done for today. So thank you so much for joining me on this Thursday, beautiful Thursday out there. You know, we've been having some uh, r rainy weather here in Michigan the past couple days. But, yeah, it was nice, and it was humid today, a little humid today. But, yeah, it's cooling off right now. So I hope you guys are enjoying your Thursday, and I hope your the weather's good anywhere, wherever you guys are. As always, this episode is going to be available later tonight, so be on the lookout for that. And then check out the whole catalog on YouTube, all the episodes ever since I started a YouTube channel earlier this year. All the episodes are on there, and then Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast, the audio version going to be on those channels as well. So check it out, and. Enjoy the rest of the week. Like I said, tomorrow's Friday, kick some ass, and then we got UFC 291 this Saturday. Check it out. Order the pay-per-view, 10 p.m., Salt Lake City, Utah. Dustin Poirier, Justin Gaethje, too. I got the diamond, Dustin Poirier winning that fight. It's going to be awesome. But, yeah, stack card, big names. I can't wait. Let's get these fights going. All right, guys, you take care. Have a great rest of your day. And until next time, peace. Stay safe out there, guys. You guys are awesome.